Welcome to the Strength Coach Experience Podcast. Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Lego. Your host. And here we and here we go, go, go. Welcome, everyone, to a very special Strength Coach Experience podcast, episode number 50. My name is Richard Lego, Joe's dad, and I would like to introduce your host, my son, Joe Lego. Thank you, Dad. I appreciate it. Uh, Thank you for the introduction. Love you. And I knew to figure to be a little change to the viewers. I always uh, announce all the guests. So to have my dad and, you know, one of my heroes and people that uh, raised me, you know, introduced me. Uh, today is episode 50. I just want to take the time to uh, thank everyone for the continuing support. Uh, you know, it's been a whole year already. I, I really can't believe it. And in, in 50 episodes is crazy to me. You know, I, I, I've said it before in many of episodes, you know, just kind of spitballing that, um, you know, I, I created the podcast to uh, just bring people together, you know, during the uncertain times and, and everything that we've been going through just as a as a world, you know, globally. Uh, and, you know, last year found myself, you know, missing that camaraderie that I had when I worked at a gym and, and when I was there full time. Uh, and one of those things was I, I was just calling people, you know, all the time and really just having conversations with colleagues, with coaches, with friends, you know, and, and kind of trying to um, make up for the the thing that, you know, you really don't realize you lose, you know, when you're in the industry for so long, you, you really don't realize that every day you're going to work, right? Regardless if you're in a strength and conditioning gym, regardless if you're in a personal training studio, or, you know, you teach classes, wherever you are, wherever you're working, whatever kind of facet of the field, you know, doctor, physical therapist, exercise physiologist, you always had employees and people that you interacted with, you know, and, and when you had lunch breaks and things of that sort, uh, you know, you'd always talk shop. You'd always talk about what's going on with your training, how your training is, how your clients are, or rehab and, and things of that sort. And I think that once we, we all had a kind of lockdown, you know, it was something that, that I really loved and, and I missed, you know, every day when I was at the gym training or, or my time as a strength coach and uh, the professional ranks in college, I, um, you know, I was always talking to people, always picking people's brains, but just, you know, having that ability to, you know, it's always been something, if you have an idea, if you're unsure of something, you know, for me personally, ideas off of other people, calling colleagues and, and always trying to find the answers, you know, and if I didn't know the answer or if somebody, um, if somebody, you know, that I knew had the answer or had a better way of explaining something, I would go seek that out, you know, always being a very, um, curious person, I guess you will, you know, not just taking everything at face value, really kind of digging the hole, especially with fitness. And, and that's why I've loved it. And I've been in it for almost 17 years now. But those are, are some of the things that I lost. So that's why we created the podcast. So just again, thank you. I, I can't believe we're at 50. I'm so happy to be sitting here today, uh, talking to you guys. And, and I just want to thank everybody uh, for the wonderful, wonderful support, uh, you know, the continuing following on the Instagram and all those things, and just ask for your continuing support uh, with everything. Um, today, you know, being 50, I, I want to just kind of reflect on the year uh, and just talk about a lot of the things that uh, went through in the podcast and, and what I've learned and kind of picked up. 
Uh, for anybody out there interested in, you know, starting their own podcast, um, you know, if, if you have any questions, as always, always reach out to me. But, you know, when you first start these things out, you, you don't really know what you're getting into. You know, I mean, I'll admit when I, when I first started, I thought I was going to call people on the phone and then I was going to record their half of the conversation and we were going to upload it to Instagram and we were going to get 10,000 followers in five minutes and, and, and we'd just be, you know, uh, no big deal. And, you know, not that that didn't happen. I've, I've over exceeded everything I, I've wanted, but of course, always wanting more, but that wasn't the case. It was, you know, learning how to upload videos, learning how to edit software on, on, on GarageBand and, and sites like Audible and just, you know, learning how to talk to people. I think that, um, you know, for me and, and for a lot of people out there, you're a coach. You know, I talked about before that camaraderie we have where we're constantly talking to people in person, talking to people on Zoom was surprisingly a little challenging, you know, especially, uh, you know, when I started off and, and this is another piece of advice I'll give to everybody. If you want to do a podcast or you're thinking about doing it, it doesn't have to be in the fitness industry. It can be whatever you're passionate about. Um, but start off with your friends. You know, I think that helped me tremendously. You know, first one being one of my mentors, Richard, you know, going into Drew, uh, who was back on last week uh, with the group. Uh, and then we we rolled into into Kivit, which was also there and Igda, you know, th those people uh, being in that or, or a collection of those people being in the roundtable. But that made it very easy for me, you know, to kind of transition because once I got into, um, you know, your your 14s and 15s and things that way and started getting people who I didn't know personally. And, and the first time meeting them was uh, through Zoom, you know, and, and through uh a webcam and, and me sitting here and, and them being wherever they were uh, learning how to kind of use your abilities to speak because, you know, I, I've always been a person that, that has the ability to, um, you know, relate to people, start conversations, you know, be able to read people while talking and, and very good. You know, I, I think my, my communication skills are, are, are rather strong, but on zoom, when you are looking at a camera with somebody you don't know, and you're trying to analyze body language from just a, a mouth and a pair of eyes, uh, or sometimes when things freeze, I think that is one of the biggest challenges, you know, even for me and, and everybody else out there. So one of the advices in there, or the second piece of advice I'll give, uh, besides, you know, do your due diligence, do your research, is really just, I think, start off with some friends, you know, start off talking to people that you're very comfortable with, uh, and then eventually you'll you'll end up flowing, you know, and I think that's very important, um, you know, learning. Also, another thing is learning how to um, move conversations, you know, starting to learn how to pull conversations in certain directions, uh, you know, depending on what your format is, where it's straightforward questioning or, you know, having an open forum like mine, really being able to engage people and kind of in the midst of you speaking to them while staying engaged. And, and of course, um, you know, with what they're saying, being able to identify where your conversation is and where it's going to go and where you want it to go, you know, because um, questions I've always said, you know, questions are great. Having a plan is phenomenal, but uh, excuse me, but when, you know, say you, you have, and I, this has happened a few times, uh, not that it's a bad thing or a good thing, but you know, when you have 10 or 11 questions ready to go, and then you ask a question to somebody and they pretty much nonchalantly cover everything that you had planned to speak with them for an hour. 
you need to be able to go in another direction. You need to be able to keep that conversation alive. So I think that goes back into doing your due diligence. And I don't mean just in the podcast realm. You know, yes, read your books on how to market and how to kind of build the podcast and, and get the things that uh, you need to, you know, get out a good product and, and of course, educate your viewers, but also, um, you know, being able to kind of turn on the cuff. You know, if you have 17, 18 questions ready to go and somebody answers most of them, you know, in their first question, um, you know, you need to learn how to spin things and move things around. So I think um, practice is is the best thing to do. Like I said before, talking to your friends first or or maybe just having more conversations with people and really practicing how to, uh, you know, read conversations and things so that you can, kind of get the information you want, but also have that, um, have that abilities to have an open forum and maybe get the things you, you didn't think you were going to. Um, that would bring me into, you know, the other piece would be always be open to where the conversations go, because I've admit, you know, doing all this stuff and going through a lot of these conversations and being blessed, obviously, you know, taking the time right now to thank everybody who's been on, uh, you know, as well with, with your support, but being able to meet these amazing people who I probably otherwise would have never met, you know, unless I off chance went to a conference, but being able to, to kind of get and have a, a nice conversation and kind of get deep into their lives, you know, people that you see on the internet, on Instagram, or, or maybe people that, um, you know, you followed for a long time and they've helped shape your career. Uh, and just being able to talk to those people sitting down for an hour and, and kind of having conversations uh, with those people and, and kind of getting more than, than what you see on the surface and really kind of identifying who they are as, as human beings and, and really being able to, um, you know, find out more about them, but also get educated. And I, I think, you know, even as a learning experience, um, if you want to get to know people more, start a podcast, you know, because it allows you to, you know, get over certain barriers that, that's, that people or certain coaches have. Not that that's a bad thing, but it's it's a lot, you know, I think easier to get somebody on a podcast to talk about their life and, and to educate, you know, lots of people, as opposed to if you were going to direct message them, you know, the, the chances that you're going to get to have a, a one hour phone call with them are, are almost uh, not going to happen. You know, not saying that stuff doesn't happen, but it's also been, been a great learning experience um, for me. And just being able to talk to the guests, like I said, the guests have, have taught me more than, than I thought. And you know, it, it helps kind of steer your podcast and, and kind of alleviate things. So I just wanted to touch on uh, a few of those things. You know, if you're starting out, number one, do your due diligence, do your research, obviously. Um, but as I said before, not just in the podcast realm, make sure you're on the up and up uh, in uh, the knowledge where the where the field is going, some new things, and also, you know, the background knowledge of the clients. Make sure if you have somebody who's a, who's a Louis Simmons guy or somebody that deals with overspeed eccentrics, make sure you're comfortable with talking with those things. Or you have somebody, uh, you know, who is, is into the agility, into the speed work, uh, really make sure that, that you know what you're doing. You know, maybe get a background, read an article, you know, go on their, their social medias and, and kind of have a background there so that you can have a nice flowing conversation. Because if you, um, you know, have somebody on and you're not familiar with anything really they're talking about, it's not going to make for as interesting a conversation. I'm not saying you have to be, you know, an expert in everything and, and, and make sure that you're kind of covering all your bases, but, but do have a background just so that your, your conversations um, can flow, you know, and, and really uh, push those, those boundaries. But I think flow, as I've talked about uh, before in the, um, 
aspects of coaching and training and, and how you are responsible as the coach or the trainer uh, to kind of create that camaraderie and, and kind of make up for that. Uh, if an athlete comes in at, you know, an 80 or, or a 50, uh, you're responsible for not only your 100, but, but they're 40, you know, because you're providing the energy. And I, I think the same thing goes for the podcast. As a host, as a, uh, you know, kind of the leader of the conversation, if you will, uh, you want to be able to identify where the conversations are going to go or what you want to talk about. You know, if you have somebody on who you look up to is a, is a mentor or something like that, and you know that there's something that you want them to talk about, learning how to kind of get that to come out naturally, you know, because a lot of podcasts, and not that this is a negative, uh, not trying to be negative, you know, every education, every podcast, every way that people get out information, I, I support and I love. But if you... Um, you know, are just sticking to 13 questions, 14 questions, and it's very bland, it's kind of easier to tell, you know, and unless you have questions that hit on what everybody wants to listen to, it, it kind of makes it a little bit hard. And, and not that those things are bad, but I'm just saying, I think those certain things are, you know, just little things to help your podcast. And in no way am I an expert. I've only been doing this for a short time, but I just wanted to really touch on those things. And I think honestly, the other thing is you never know what, what's going to happen, to be honest. You know, I, when I first started, it was, as I said, it was, you know, let's have conversations with friends, you know, and then it evolved into coaches that, that were, you know, very versed in their field. Then it, then it turned into people that I've looked up to for my entire coaching career. And, you know, all of a sudden we're having one, two, three conversations. Uh, and also it allowed me, you know, the, the great and, and wonderful thing. I think it's the biggest learning experience reconnecting with many people that I, lost touch with, you know, and not by any, you know, any negatives, but, you know, as life gets in the way or, or life takes you down different turns. And if you live different places or you're not, you don't see certain individuals um, a lot, you, they, you kind of fall out of touch with those people. So for me, I think that the number one thing is being able to reconnect with, with a lot of those people, you know, I mean, we can take the, the podcast last, the last podcast, you know, with that group of people, uh, you know, me and Chris worked together, went to school together, but we didn't really speak a lot for, you know, three, four years just because of of how life were, you know, because of where we were in college at the time when we first met, uh, you know, he was kind of on the way out and I was just kind of starting my my graduate school career, but it allowed me to, you know, have him on the podcast and, and reconnect and then have him on the show. And and now, you know, we're, we're back to how we were in school and, and I can't thank him enough for that. And I'm just, you know, so blessed to be able to reconnect. But the point is just being able to speak to a lot of, of different people. You know, I can bring up several people that I didn't really talk to for, for a few years. And then when I got them on the show, and I think that is, is one of the best parts about this, you know, being able to re not only uh, have new friendships and relationships with, with great and, and wonderful people who are highly educated and, you know, help this field grow every day, but also being able to go back and, and kind of speak to people that I, I haven't talked to in a while and, and kind of catch up, you know, and, and in front of everybody else and into a live audience, being able to kind of share our experiences and how we've grown and, and the things that we've changed, but also to bring it full circle, uh, you know, last week, that that love and, and that respect for each other is still there, you know, because uh, just a little background on last week's episode, because I, I loved it and it was amazing and I, I can't wait to do more. But we talked for, you know, three hours and it was phenomenal, you know, just going back and forth. And, and you know, we haven't been together that that group there um, in a while. I, I think the last time we might have been in a room t together might have been 
four, five, six years even. Uh, and, and, you know, to, for, for us to come in, uh, sit down and have that combo, it's, it's been phenomenal. So I think there is really no, um, no limits to, to where these things can go, you know, as I said before. So anybody who, who wants to start it and, and kind of get involved, there is no limits to where you're going to go. And you're going to be wonderfully surprised uh, to who will come on your show and, and what, uh, you know, you're going to be able to accomplish and what you're going to learn. You know, honestly, even as a host, I learn every time somebody comes on here and, you know, whether it be in speaking, as I've touched on, or in certain things with the fitness industry or just what everybody's doing, you know, being able to provide people with a place where they can go and just listen to the experiences and listen to the stories of other people, um, you know, and how they grew and, and how they got into the industry, where they are now what they've learned um, in, in their time in the industry and the different dynamics and just what they bought. And it's just amazing that not only how different some of the paths, if you will, uh, that people take, but also the similarities, you know, and I, I think that's another big thing, learning the similarities in the past between you and other people, right? Some people might be world renowned, but you know, your path and their path, uh, are, are very similar in terms of the the education, the coaching, the interning, and, and then the ways they've been. You know, there are some things, you know, a lot of times the earlier stuff with sports and things of that sort will change. But but basically after that, after the the, the leaving of sports and, and getting into the, the, the fitness industry field of strength and conditioning, everybody kind of took a similar path. We all went somewhere and we kind of got bit by the bug. Uh, if you will, of strength conditioning. And then, and then we, we studied under somebody. And then when we, you know, maybe outgrew them or, or we had thirst for more knowledge, we went and found another strength coach who kind of blew your mind and, and kind of took you under their wing again uh, and allowed you to, to get more knowledge, gain more knowledge and, and teach you how to coach different levels. And all the same way, kind of getting better as a coach while also, you know, moving up the ladder and, and in kind of in terms of, uh, where the, the the caliber of team, caliber of athletes, uh, and then kind of moving around to the different realms, whether it be, you know, uh, college, high-level college, power five, or or professional. So I, I think those are just, um, you know, key takeaways. And, and you know, those are the things uh, I've learned. And just to, you know, kind of touch on other things is that what we've gone through this year in the industry is, is huge. You know, I, I mean, what happened as I've talked about, you know, with COVID and, and the global kind of shutdown, it's hit gyms and, and restaurants the worst, you know, and, and we talk about it, you know, all the time on the show, but it's just, you know, it, it's another way just to, to pivot. You know, if you're somebody and, and you're trying to regain business or you, you know, kind of had to change your whole life, career, what have you, uh, it's just been a, it's been a great way to just be able to talk about kind of the things that are going on with like-minded people that kind of understand where you're going from, right? Because not that, you know, everybody can help you and, and give you advice, but I think within the industry and within the fitness industry, the strength and conditioning community, or, you know, physical therapists, the, the whole sports medicine slash wellness community, it, it, it hits you different because you're, you're a person who's used to, to being healthy, right? Making healthy choices and you've kind of made it your mission to help the world become better, right? You, every time we have a client, every time we have athletes or teams or whatever, in any field you are, you meet a person, you 
develop a relationship with them and then you help them either get better in their sport come back into their sport recover from an injury or you know on the private sector and in the regular fitness pt industry um being able to help them you know whether it's training for a marathon or, or completely changing their life by uh you know helping them through injuries and, and different things and and i think uh we all connect in a certain way, but but now being with this this pandemic, you're almost powerless, right? Because I've said it before, where is, and, you know, Joe Rogan said it, and, and we talked about it last week, uh, where, where's all the, the let's get healthier, right? Where's the vitamin D exposure? Where's the go outside and walk? Where's the uh, speaking about, you know, when we get away from processed food, when we get away from, um, you know, sweets and sugar and, and these chemical-based things that we consume, and we take the time to get outside. We drink more water. We, uh, you know, we take our vitamin D and our vitamins. Where is that to help boost our immune system, right? There is no talk of that. It's pharmaceuticals, pills, 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 and now with the vaccine. But that's, it, it seems like that's where we're going, you know. Uh, instead of exercising, uh, you know, you're kind of watching it fall before your eyes because in the media, there is no talk of that stuff. It's uh, sit on the couch, take a pill, and you'll be just fine instead of, well, if, if you go outside and we, we exercise, we move around, we elevate our heart rate, we maybe take a cold shower, uh, you know, we, we practice our breathing, we learn how to calm down, we remove the things in our life that are stressful, even if in very stressful times, and we change our diet and our life choices, we can become healthier, we can increase our immune system, we can help ourselves uh, from future infections or, or pathogens, and we can just overall better our life, but there is never any 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 talk of that there's still to this right now as we sit here and speak uh you know almost 18 months uh into into the pandemic there's still no speech of it it's more of you know there is nothing where you go outside and you talk and again because it's you know the industry pharmaceutical industry versus uh fitness and you know we there's there's the amount of money and things that flow through are, are just crazy uh in in terms of the pharmaceutical and the big pharma industry so I think that's another interesting thing. You know, it, it almost leaves you powerless because we're used to helping people and fixing people. And now we have this, this pandemic where um, you can't you can't do that. You know, it's it's very hard. I mean, having the clients and speaking to that, but it's it's almost a battle because uh, nobody's talking about that on the news. So not only did the businesses close, not only did, you know, with the mandates and those things uh, affect the business, but also nobody is talking about it on the, the news uh, about, about what we can do to kind of help us and make us healthier. So I, I think those are the things that we all went through and, and we're still going through. Uh, and I, I think that the best way to combat that is, you know, just keep, you know, do those things that, that you've done in the past to, make you, you know, healthy and, and try to help as many people as you can from wherever you are, you know, whether it's through Zoom or if you have access to go back to a gym and, and kind of start your business or, or doing something like this, you know, like a podcast. Uh, but I think it's just, you know, to touch on that and to kind of round up what I just talked about, it's just another way to kind of get back to a little bit of the normalcy, you know, and I think that is one of the best things you can do uh, as a trainer, as a coach, you know, because, a lot of us will maybe never end up in a gym again, you know, with clients, or we might've moved uh, to a completely different place, got a whole new job, or now everything is very different. And I think, you know, at least for me personally, finding the things that I can do from where I am uh, and, and what I have the abilities and access to, 
to still carry on the same way, you know? So although with my business being full online, uh, you know, I don't have that peer to peer uh, stuff and, and not actually physically spending time with people. Um, but you're still able to train. And I think it makes you a better coach because now instead of, you know, being able to point, we have to learn how to be more uh, better with, with our cues and, and more better. Uh, we have to learn to be better with our cues and we have to learn to be more diligent and more specific uh, and, and kind of change the way we coach so that our clients understand what's uh, going on. And, you know, for me, it was too, the, the camaraderie, the, the being able to sit down with the clients, maybe have lunch uh, once a month or so, something like that with, with a lot of my clients and just talk and, and just be, you know, have regular conversations that's, that's now gone, you know, because that before and after part of, of training is not there, you know, with the zoom stuff, because we're in a limited time. So, you know, the podcast helping with that as well. And, and again, just being able to educate, uh, being able to uh, meet great and wonderful people in the industry, being able to help the industry grow and to just get information out and, and just be a place where, again, people can come and say, I want to go into college sports, or I want to go into professional sports, or I want to go into the private sector and just being able to say and click and say, oh, look, so-and-so worked at, in the private sector, you know, or maybe even listen to a one where you don't, you don't want to be in, in professional sports, but then you listen to, to one of my guests and you're able to, um, say, Hey, maybe this is for me, you know, but it's just as a tool. And, you know, I think that is just, uh, been, you know, kind of the year in review, uh, you know, just learning how to cope with things, being able to help, uh, as much as you can, even if you can't, you know, go and, and physically be with people. Um, but still being able to offer a way to educate, because I think at the end of the day, we are all constantly after new ways to learn new concepts, uh, new training mechanisms or new things in which to help uh, our clients and athletes get better. But I also think we are, you know, we, we want to help people. You know, we don't just want to learn and we want to gain knowledge. We also want to be able to relay that knowledge to our clients and our athletes and to the, the world, if you will, uh, to help them be healthier and, and to bring about uh, certain things that maybe they didn't know or, or do things that uh, can help assist people, you know, and, and with everything going on, I, I think that it, it's more important now than ever because it is not talked about in the mainstream media. Uh, it is not something that is emphasized. I think every single person uh, in the entire, you know, wherever should be thinking about, okay, well, I've never been outside before, so I should go and, you know, walk and, and you know, make healthier choices on top of, you know, the, the, the vaccines and, and the sanitizing and all those other things. I'm not saying it's one or the other. But I also think, you know, to be the best or to be, you know, the safest you can be, I think everybody who, who's not into fitness or not into uh, working out, maybe find a way to, to do those things, you know, and, and not, you know, we don't have to go to the gym six days a week and, and box squat 50 inches or, you know, jump over hurdles or, or run miles or sprints or, you know, throw med balls against walls. It's some for some people, it's as simple as, uh, you know, 30 seconds to a minute of meditation and uh, maybe a 10 minute walk. Uh, but, but being able to do something, you know, and I think, um, you know, to touch on that, uh, to, to be able to 
just make it small change, you know, and I, I think that is another thing, you know, that happened with the podcast, a small change to make up for something that, that I was, you know, kind of missing and being able to adapt, you know, so you might, you know, be a person who's, you know, maybe lost her job, God forbid, or, or something going on, but uh, maybe the, the, you know, being able to exercise and stuff will help the mind space. And then eventually when, when you get things back on track or maybe get a new, you know, new job or, or maybe a new career, uh, by continuing the the exercise stuff and, and the things you did, uh, or if you just went back to your regular job, it will just help everything in general. So I think those are, are big things. And I think those are things uh, just to touch on. Um, and to wrap everything up, again, I, I hope this, this helps uh, anybody who's interested in starting a podcast, uh, you know, review. Uh, also, you know, anybody listening to any of the episodes, I, again, I appreciate everything uh, the support from everybody, the guests, uh, friends, colleagues, coaches, everybody on Instagram. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, you know, thank you. Uh, like I said, episode 50, I, I can't be happier. Uh, hopefully another 50 and 50 after that and, until we reach, you know, who knows, 5,000 uh, because I'm not going to stop this because I love it. Um, but I love it because of, you know, the continuing support, being able to talk to new people every week uh, and just being able to reconnect and, and meet coaches. And, and again, uh, just being a place to educate and most importantly, being able to help people. Uh, so I just want to thank everybody again and um, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, continue to support, uh, share online with Instagram and uh, just thank you again for that continuing uh, help. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at strength uh, underscore coach underscore experience uh, for all the latest updates on the podcast and upcoming episodes. Thank you and good night.